Sirius XM Radio is better with Bogle Wines. 70s on 7, 80s on 8, better with Bogle. Alt Nation, Hip Hop Nation, Hair Nation, better with Bogle. Madison, Howard, Andy Cohen, better, better, better. Y2 Country, Prime Country, Carrie's Country, yep, all better. The Beatles Channel is better, and getting better all the time. Everything on Sirius is better with Bogle. Award-winning family-owned wines ranked as some of the finest available for around 10 bucks. As long as you're not driving, it's better with Bogle. Bogle Family Vineyards, Clarksburg, California. Please drink responsibly. It's 8 o'clock on today. Coming up, preparing to strike. Israel readies its major offensive into Gaza as the U.S. pushes for the safe exit of Americans and a way in for much-needed aid. We're live with the latest. Then, Jada Pinkett Smith live. The star is here after that headline-making interview. So from the year 2016, which is seven years ago now, <laughs> yes. y'all have been apart. Yeah. To talk one-on-one with Hoda once again, as Will Smith is now speaking out about their relationship and what he calls his emotional blindness, the live interview just ahead. Plus, closing a chapter. And cutting. Actor Michael Caine announcing he is retiring after an amazing career filled with some legendary roles. You're only supposed to blow the bloody doors off. And that iconic voice. Hello, my name is Michael Caine. The details coming up today, Monday, October 16th, Morning, everybody. Welcome back to you today. Aww. Nice to have you along with this look at the Happy baby. Happy birthday, Teddy. Oh, Teddy. <laughs> All right. Chanel Zipper Craig this morning. Nice to have you along on a beautiful Monday mm-hmm. morning. Let's get right to the news here at 8 o'clock. Israel's ground offensive is looming in the race to get out of Gaza is becoming more desperate. Concern is also growing for those left behind. President Biden calling for Israel to show restraint for civilian lives. Our coverage begins with NBC's Josh Letterman, who's at the Israeli port of Haifa this morning. Some Americans are being set to be evacuated by ship to Cyprus. Josh, good morning. Hey, Savannah, good morning. With Americans leaving Israel by the thousands, foreigners in Gaza are amassing on the Egypt border where there was hope for a ceasefire that would allow that border crossing to reopen. But Hamas and Israel both denied there was any such deal this morning. And in northern Israel, authorities are evacuating towns on the Lebanon border. This morning, Israel is bracing for battle, on the brink of a likely ground invasion of Gaza, after the Hamas terror attack inside Israel that killed at least 1,300 people, including 30 Americans. With Gaza reeling from hundreds of Israeli airstrikes, U.S. Secretary of State Antony Blinken back in Israel this morning in search of diplomatic solutions, trying to get Americans trapped in Gaza out through Egypt. While in Israel, some Americans are now fleeing by sea, boarding a cruise ship chartered by the U.S. government to ferry them to safety in Cyprus, dragging suitcases and carrying children through a country at war to Haifa on the Mediterranean Sea. 
families started showing up here at the port of Haifa early this morning, hoping to get a spot on that ship. Officials tell me it can fit about 2,500 people, but still, it is unclear whether everyone here is going to make it on. Will you feel safer when you're back in America? For sure. Yeah, Yeah. for sure. It cannot wait. For sure. The Americans here are among thousands who couldn't find flights home. The big U.S. airlines have all stopped flying, leaving this ship and government-chartered flights to Europe as some of the only ways out. We didn't think the trip would go this way, to put it mildly. Christine von Kilberg and her friends were on a Christian pilgrimage to Israel, now cut short. It was impossible to get a flight home. Our, uh, we had a flight on Delta. It got canceled. Are you hearing from friends and family who are worried about your safety? Absolutely. Yeah, they're scared to death. With war looming, this morning, an urgent journey out of a country they love. Yeah. We were shocked and um, outraged. It is hard to hear their stories. You know, some people are pregnant and uh, some people have children. It reminds me of old news footage of you see of World War II refugees. I can't believe this is happening again. That ship has just left the port here in Haifa for about a nine-hour journey to Cyprus, where buses will take those Americans to the airport. They'll then have to find their own commercial flights back to the U.S. Savannah? All right, Josh, thank you very much. We now say hello to award-winning journalist Martin Fletcher. Martin served as NBC's longtime bureau chief in Tel Aviv, often reported from the border there at Gaza. Martin, so good to see you. Very few journalists have as much experience as you have. 32 years, you know the place inside and out. When we see what's unfolding now, it's hard for anyone to fathom an endgame. What could possibly be the endgame? With your knowledge, what, how do you see it playing out? Well, that is that is the big issue in Israel with the army preparing to go in for the, to on, the, on the ground. Why are they going to do that? There's going to be extraordinary carnage. Right now, um, Israel has the moral high ground because the world sympathizes after the atrocities committed by Hamas. So going in mean, is basically a matter of revenge and, and, and satisfying the Israeli public and doing what they have to do to clear out Hamas. But the end game, presumably, the only, the only realistic end game is for... Hamas to be weakened so much militarily and politically that they become a weak government in Gaza. Mm-hmm. The idea that of, of, of the Israelis, Netanyahu, the prime minister, we're going to destroy Hamas, we're going to kill the leadership, you know, they won't exist as a force. That, it's just unrealistic. I mean, it's an idea. They're supported by so many of the people and a lot of people don't support them. Mm-hmm. But the idea of destroying Hamas is a bit of a pipe dream. And then who runs Gaza? But how do you contain this so that it doesn't become a regional mm-hmm. war? You have Iran, who has obviously Hamas as a proxy, but Hezbollah in the north, too. Mm-hmm. And the fear is that there would be a two-front war, mm-hmm. that other countries w- would line up and that we'd have a much broader conflict. How do you stop that from happening? Well, we're on the very abyss of the, mm-hmm. exactly that. And the problem is that the half the people in Israel don't support the government, frankly. I mean, they don't trust the prime minister Netanyahu to manage this question properly. Um, bringing, bringing the opposition, one of the opposition leaders, Benny Gantz, who's a former defense, um, chief of staff, defense minister, into the government, is kind of a balancing measure. So they're, they're trying to improve the quality, if you like, of the security cabinet in, in Israel. But the idea that Benjamin Netanyahu is going to manage this successfully, well, you know, let's hope so. Because the, the, the threat of Hezbollah coming in from the north, 150,000 rockets with at least 2,500 highly accurate rockets aimed at Israel, um, supported, and then Hezbollah supported by Iran. If that happens, 
the question rises, well, what are the American warships going to do off the coast of Israel? Presumably they're there to deter Iran. And if Iran and Hezbollah do attack, what do the Americans do? Is, are the Americans on the edge of joining this war? Oh, mm-hmm. It's exactly the, the issues. And the Secretary of State's over there hopscotching from country yeah. to country. That's mm-hmm. a lot of the reason yeah. why. Yeah. Martin, you're a wealth of knowledge yeah, and perspective. It's good to have you here. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And we'll see you again in the third hour as mm-hmm. well. So we'll continue to have this conversation. Also, we have an important programming announcement this morning. NBC News will be hosting the Republican National Committee's third presidential debate on Wednesday, November 8th. It's going to be held in Miami starting at 8 p.m. Eastern. You'll be able to watch it right here on NBC and on all of NBC's streaming and digital platforms. The committee will announce which candidates qualify to participate in the coming weeks. A big announcement this morning from the International Olympic Committee regarding the 2028 Olympic Games in Los Angeles. The IOC voting to add several additional sports to the competition. So events returning to the Olympic stage are baseball and softball, which last appeared at the Olympics in Tokyo. Well, it was in 2020, but they won't be part of Paris next summer. Lacrosse and cricket will also make their return after long absences. And as for the sports that will make their Olympic debut in Los Angeles, squash, Flag football. flag football. How about that? Let's we go. look forward to seeing both the returning sports and the new ones in July of 2028 in Los Angeles. Can pickleball be far? <laughs> yeah, it's coming. You know what? You're probably right. Head on pop star Kelly Clarkson show kicks off from here at 30 Rock today. What do you see? How Hoda and Jenna welcomed our new neighbor. Oh, we did. But first, we're happy to have Miss Jada Pinkett Smith here live in our studio. We're going to talk about the new revelations from our heartfelt conversation last week and find out what kind of reaction she's been getting coming up right after this. When you're hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging to connect with candidates faster. Plus, 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed. Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash today. Just go to Indeed.com slash today right now and support this show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash today. Conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. We're back. It is 814 with Jada Pinkett Smith. Our wide ranging, revealing conversation made a lot of headlines. We talked about her journey from the streets of Baltimore to the heights of Hollywood, that incident at the Oscar, her battle with severe depression, her relationship with Will Smith. And after all of it, Jada says she's finally feeling worthy. That's the title of her new book. It's out tomorrow. It's an incredible read. It's packed with so much. So glad to see you I'm again. Glad to see you. So after we had our long sit down, this is stuff you've been carrying with you for many, many, many years, and it's out there. Yeah. So as we sit here today in a reflection of was it the right thing to reveal, to talk about everything? Do you feel like you made the right choice? Absolutely. I think you at some point, you know, I had to talk about my journey, you mm-hmm. know, And um, I think just like we were talking about, I think there's so many of us who 
you know, hold so much, mm-hmm. you know, specifically yeah. women and feeling like we're going to be criticized. Yeah. We're going to be judged. You can't yeah. say anything. Yeah. And the beautiful part about it is like the whole this whole journey, as difficult as it's been, has just brought Will and I closer in such an authentic oh, way, you know, instead of trying to be a thing. It's like just tearing all that down and finding what's true between us. Wow. And it's been beautiful. It's been difficult. It's been difficult. But beautiful. Because one thing people were really still concerned about or confused about really was, okay, hang on. They've been divorced in theory, but not on paper. Yes. They've been, they were not together, Together, but but kind of pretended they were together. So I had trouble articulating exactly why that was. So now that you've had more time, why was that? We really needed time to get solidified because at the end of the day, Will and I love each other. You know, we had to really figure out what we wanted wanted. before we went into the world to say what was going on because we were in such, you know, we were just kind of in this very fragile place. And so now we're just super solid. Yeah. And so now I can actually talk about what the journey has been. So Will talked to The New York Times or gave a statement, and this is what he says. Uh, We'll put it up on the screen. This is from The Times itself. The memoir Will Smith said in an email kind of woke him up. She'd lived the life more on the edge than he had realized and that she is more resilient, clever and compassionate than he'd understood. And this is the quote. When you've been with someone for more than half your life, he wrote, a sort of an emotional blindness sets in and all you can do uh, and you can all too easily lose your sensitivity to their hidden nuances and subtle beauties. Did it sounds like an emotional blindness. He didn't see you. Is that kind of what it was that he, he I think, yeah, that's so universal in relationships. He didn't see me and I didn't see him. Right. Yeah. And so we kind of had to go our separate ways to see each other. You Uh, know, because uh when you're in a relationship and you're kind of just pulling at that person to be something for Mm -hmm. you, you refuse to see Mm -hmm. them. Mm -hmm. And so we had to go our separate ways Mm -hmm. to really look at ourselves and see the blocks that we had in order to find a way back. One part that was very sensitive with you and it was very touching to me that you'd gone through it, but you talked about the idea that you were maybe going to kill yourself. Yeah. That you felt like you were not, your kids would have been better off. Will would have been better off. Everyone would have been better off without you. Yeah. What did your kids think when they saw that part of your story told in that way? Um, well, I've talked to them about it. Like so they know. I, yeah, they knew. <laughs> that, yeah, that, yeah I did, you know, they knew before um, the interview came out. But I was talking to my mother the other day and Everybody knew that I was very unhappy, Mm -hmm. but just couldn't figure out why. Because everybody thought how I thought. You've got everything. What is wrong with you? Because I didn't know what was wrong with me either. Because you have to remember during that time, no one was really talking about mental health. And so we just did. I didn't understand and nobody around me understood. The other thing people asked me was you talked about how you you were at the brink and then something you you took something and it changed you. And it was ayahuasca. Yeah. For you. Ayahuasca really was that that was the turning point. So that in and of itself turned you from on from the brink of brink suicide. suicide. And I never had a suicidal thought again. Now, in saying that ayahuasca is not for everybody. Yeah. And I want to be very clear yeah. about that. You have to really have someone who's very mm-hmm. trained to mm-hmm. to guide you through that. Um, it was a very extreme 
yeah. you know, situation for me. But I swear, I'm so grateful that I went through it because yeah. in four days, uh-huh. I have four excruciating nights. But on the other side, I never. And you never had a suicidal thought since then? Never. Um, you, the title of your book is Worthy. worthy. And you, so today, as we sit here on this couch. I feel worthy. Tell me. Yeah, I just feel so good. I've been through so much, you know, yeah. and when you can really look at your life and we think that life is supposed to be perfect. And when uh-huh. life isn't perfect, we feel like, oh, then I'm not worthy. Then something's wrong yeah. with me. And that's not what it's about. Uh-uh. We get challenged with life in order to keep building our self-worth, to keep finding uh-huh. our greatness, mm-hmm. you know. And so that's what the book is about. It's about that journey. If you find another great love or if Will finds <clears throat> another great love. There's no finding another great love. And I think that's the point. It's but- like. We are in a place now that we are in a deep healing space and we are really concentrating on healing the relationship between us. So it may not be the divorce on paper. anymore. There's no divorce. on. Paper. I mean, not on paper. There might not be a divorce in theory anymore. Yeah, no, we really have been working hard. Oh, see? OK. That's well, the, I didn't know that. I, we might get... I was trying to think. Well, I, wait, I wait, wait, wait. So wait, just so I'm 100% clear, you were divorced, not on paper, but now we might be a point where we're back together. We are working very hard at bringing our relationship, yes, bringing our relationship together. Back to a marriage again. Back to a life partnership. Yes, because here's the thing about husband, wife, marriage for me, for my healing process. I came into that with very specific ideas, right? Very specific ideas that were blocks to me just seeing Will as who he is. He can't be this perfect, idealized husband. I have to be able to accept him for the human that he is. He accepts me for the human that I am. And we want to love each other there. Okay. So you might like live in the same house and have this. Yeah. Okay. Well, Hold it. that's it's the another only re- part. That's the only well, part in the special well, that I felt like got okay. lost. Well, guess what? Like, oh, it yeah. is found. We found <laughs> it today. We found it today. Jada, thank you so much. I really thank appreciate you. your time. You guys, check out the book Worthy. It's got a lot of life lessons in it, beautifully written, and it thank tells you. you so much about your life story. So much in here we about how you raise your children, yes. your life before. There, it's full of richness. So, Jada, thank you so much. I appreciate it. Thank the you. Book's Hoda. out tomorrow. All right, Mr. Roker, how about a check of the We world? landed the plane, baby. We landed it. <laughs> Boom. Yes. Right. I like that. <laughs> All right. Well, we ended on a big positive note. That's pretty good. We love it. Sprinkles here in the northeast around this low pressure system. No big problem. Maybe a little breezy condition. Nothing worth. Uh, fall, cool weather down through the southeast. Going to feel awfully nice. Abundant sunshine from Texas all the way up to the Dakotas with temperatures that are seasonal to a little warmer than usual. Rain and wind moving into northern California, Pacific Northwest. Look for plenty of sunshine through the southwest. And that is we're your just, we're, just we're so confused. I'm so confused. So okay. Wait. Okay. Okay. She, okay. she, she says they're back. Ever, ever, ever. Okay. So back to together. Right. That's she, what she, she said. said. You said, yeah. are you back together? She, she said, said, yes. So, okay. But what does that mean? I, well, that means they're working on it. They're working on it. They're working on it. They're working they're on making, it. Yeah, work they're in progress, it which is what marriage is. Yeah. That's it's a work in sure. progress. Yes, yes, they sure. might live in the same house because that's that was telling because they live in separate houses and right. have for, Boom. for years. They cut down on one mortgage. Wow. Fantastic. All right. 
Anyway. Okay, still ahead, we're going to head out to the plaza. Jen Alex out there, she's got a head start on your holiday shopping for the kids in your life. The hottest new toys of the season. Oh, that looks fun. Well, that's what's old is new. You have that? That's old news. out here. We're happy to be kicking off the week. What a plaza! Woo! Good to see y'all. Hey guys. Crowd is pumped up. Coming up on Popstar, guys, we're going to tell you about a legendary Oscar winner who's just announcing his retirement from oh. acting. Oh. All right. Meanwhile, guys, it's a fun one out here today. Jen Fallick's here. She's about to give us a first look at the hottest toys of the holiday season, including a really fun go-kart. Wow. It runs on pedal power, and Chanel Jones says she had this yeah, when my, she was a kid. Yeah, my mom had it. Like, that's a fancier version. They oh, called it the turtle, remember? Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. I, had, I had a green machine. What's old is I had the, the big wheel. The big wheel. Yeah. 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 Then, yeah. on the third hour, with food prices and our grocery bills still stubbornly high, we're going to get some tips to save from one of the founders of the Crazy Coupon Lady. I remember one of those one-wheel bikes, a big wheel. You know, <laughs> that was my big wheel. I had a little wheel in the back. Oh, oh yeah. gosh. Guys, looking ahead to tomorrow, sportscaster Erin Andrews will join us. She is enjoying the busiest football season of her career, her very first as a mom after a nearly decade-long fertility journey. So we're really excited to catch up with her when she stops by here. All right, and then something else to look forward to oh. tomorrow. We're welcome the, welcoming the amazing acrobats from Cirque du Soleil. Mm. That's right. In fact, uh, I remember a hotel. All right, we bring yeah, back some memories. Remember that? That's right. That's well, they're going to be nice. out remember. here performing. <laughs> yes, we all remember that. <laughs> performing parts of their new show, Echo. 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 the same? The group's first totally new same. production in several years. <laughs> all right. I'm Mr. Roker. How about a check of the weather? How about How that? About it? Let's look ahead to the week ahead, and you'll start off with some wet weather in the northeast. Otherwise, not a bad day here in New York. Autumn chill down through the southeast. Plenty of sunshine in the plains. Heavy rain Pacific Northwest. We get into the midweek period. We're looking for some fall temperatures in the northeast. Into the mid-Atlantic states. Pleasant through the Gulf. Some showers across the northern plains. Warm and sunny out west. Then toward the end of the week, we've got a, a wet start to the weekend in the eastern third of the country, of course. Fantastic weather. Throughout much of the rest of the east, the western two-thirds of the U.S. That is your latest weather. Don't forget, you can catch a new episode of The Irrational. I think that's what they call me. NBC's thrilling new series stars Jesse L. Martin. It's 10 Eastern, 9 Central, right after The Voice, here on NBC, then streaming tomorrow on Peacock. Now, best time of the morning! Okay. Uncle Al, lots to get to today. We're going to start with Saturday Night Live this weekend. Former castmate Pete Davidson making his big return to Studio 8H, taking his first spin as host. He was bringing all the energy into a Barbie-inspired sketch with a song called I'm Just Pete that parodied both the summer blockbuster hit and his own life. He did a great job. <laughs> Tough task, too. You know, he yeah. did the monologue, yeah. but he just did a really nice, yeah. nice sort yeah. of poignant mm -hmm. remarks, Heart and then belt. it went into mm -hmm. the show. Mm -hmm. uh, it's not easy to do that. Good job, Pete. And SNL continues this week with Bad Bunny pulling double duty. We both host and musical guests. We'll all be tuning in for that. Next up, as I just teased, Sir Michael Caine. He's okay, by the way. Over the weekend, the legendary actor revealed his plans to hang up his hat and retire from acting. In a new interview with the BBC Radio, the 90-year-old claims his most recent film, The Great Escaper, will be his last. Kane saying, quote, I figured I've had a picture where I've played the lead and had incredible reviews. What am I going to do that will beat this? 
the only parts I'm liable to get now are 90-year-old men or maybe 85. <laughs> so I thought I might as well leave with all this from Batman to Dirty Rotten Scoundrels. He will certainly be missed on screen. But at least there are some actors out there who can capture his iconic voice. Nicholas Michael Kane talks very, very slowly. Right, this is how Michael Kane speaks. Michael Kane speaks to his nose like that. He gets very, very specific. It's very like that. When it gets loudly, it gets very loud indeed. It's like a little mini boost. Oh, That's yeah. really yeah. This that. weekend, you should watch Alfie, one of the all-time mm. great okay. Okay. starring okay. Early Michael Kim. Next up, Kelly Clarks. Clarks and our buddy. we got a new neighbor here at Rockefeller Center. Kelly's daytime talk show kicks off from New York today in her brand new studio, which is right across the street from us here at 30 Rock. And she had a very special guest lineup for the season premiere, including a couple of faces you might recognize. And by the way, she's got some great giveaways on that show that shocked everybody in the audience. It's awesome to have her here. I know from from The Voice, she shot her show in L.A. right next to The Voice, and now she's here with the family. So we're so excited to have her. She's following you. That's it. Uh, Thank God she did. Season 5 of The Kelly Clarkson Show. Please check it out. It starts today. Be sure to check your local listings. And that'll do it. All right, Carson. Thanks. A lot more ahead, including a controversial uh, uh, conversation all parents need to see on how to talk to your kids about everything that's happening in the world right now. But first, this is Today on NBC. Listen up, true crime fans. It's a big murder trial underway. This Dateline is launching a new podcast with Andrea Canning. Welcome to Dateline True Crime Weekly. We'll cover breaking crime news around I the mean, country. It is the twists, the turns, the With craziness. the best reporters on the case, NBC News analysts, and Dateline producers on the ground. Break it down for us. Just You'll as- get fresh insights and behind-the-scenes scoops from crime scenes to courtrooms. That is bizarre. Stay the in the least. know and up to date. So tell us what he said. It Follow Dateline True Crime Weekly to get new episodes starting Thursday. Wherever you get your podcasts. If you ever needed to be persuaded that bad things can happen anywhere, then take a journey with us. From compelling mysteries to in-depth investigations, our Dateline episodes are available as podcasts. Follow Dateline NBC now to get new episodes every Tuesday. To listen ad-free, subscribe to Dateline Premium on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or DatelinePremium.com. Great storytelling with a twist from the True Crime Original. Welcome back as the war between Israel and Hamas rages on and devastating images continue to be shared on television, social media. So many parents are grappling with ways to talk to their children, whether to talk to their children about everything they may be seeing. And experts say it's really important to have an honest conversation mm-hmm. with the kids. So here with family advice is clinical psychologist, Dr. Jennifer Hartstein. Hi, good morning. Hi, Dr. We've got little kids. I mean, teenagers is one thing. I mean, my first question to you is, like, if you've got a nine, a six-year-old, a four-year-old mm-hmm. like we do... Do, do you bring it up if they don't bring it up? So it's a really important question. And I think the fact is, is that you might not want to bring it up. And chances are they're learning about it, hearing about it, or seeing it somewhere. Yeah. So you can bring it up in a very casual way. Hey, there's a lot going on in the world. Have you heard anything? Mm. And they may say, no. And you can go, okay, mm-hmm. well, if you hear anything, please come to me and let's talk about it, right? Mm-hmm. But I think we often sit back and let them come to us. Whereas I think on this one, you want to get ahead of it a mm. little bit and talk about it first. Um I feel like 
this, there's so much information that we're all getting from all over the world that our brains can only process so much anyway. And it didn't used to be that way. It wasn't like every conflict in every corner of the world hit you in your heart, but it is happening. Mm -hmm. So teenagers are a place where I think it's very kind of fertile ground. They need to talk about it, but getting a teenager to talk is next to impossible. (laughs) So For, for them, for teenagers who may know exactly what's going on, how do you approach? I think what you do is you have to, I would sit down with them, have them show you what they're looking at, right? Say, hey, I know you know what's going on. You're bombarded on social media. What My they brain say, I don't want to, t- I don't want to talk about well, it. Well, I would, you know, yeah. you, you can kind of be like, I know you don't want to yeah. and let's do it. So review, yeah. show me where you're getting your news. Tell me what yeah. you're looking at. Yeah. Hey, can you tell me what you're learning? You mm-hmm. know, make it about them giving oh, you the information. Me. You teach me. So that, that you're kind of learning more. Mm-hmm. And as a parent, you want to protect them. So you mm-hmm. have to get that info from them and see what's going on. A lot of schools, I'm certainly in Israel, but also here has put out advice saying to parents, keep your kids off social yeah. media, warning them about videos that might surface on on various social media. What did you think of that advice? Is that the right thing to do? I think it's great advice, but to Hoda's point, Mm -hmm. getting teenagers to get off the phone is going to be really impossible. So I think it's so important that we lead by example. We minimize what it is. We kind of say to them, Mm -hmm. look, I want you to spend some time off your phone. I want you to put it down. I want you to show me when things get overwhelming so that we can talk it through because these are creating trauma reactions for all of us. Mm -hmm. And then we're in heightened space and that's really hard to navigate. What if we, what if we see our teen or our child changing, we know it's got something to do with what's going on. They're not talking about it. Are there things that we could do to help them without directly addressing that? Well, yes. And I don't think we should be afraid to directly address it, right? Hey, I noticed that you seem more irritable. I noticed that you seem more overwhelmed. I'm concerned about you. Tell me what's going on. And for teens especially, we know irritability, increased frustration, some anxiety, some depression. Maybe they don't want to go to school, those kinds of things. I think if we put it on the table as something that's not a big deal to talk about, Mm -hmm. you might have a better shot because they feel seen and heard by you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, the the truth is somehow, even little kids like ours, somehow it gets through. They do know. And I Mm -hmm. think, you know, asking those open-ended questions is a good way to start. Dr. Hartstein, thank you so much. Appreciate it. Coming up next, an inspiring story from Joe Fryer. He'll introduce us to the friendly faces who've been greeting the fans at the Bill Stadium for the past 50 years. But first, this is Today on NBC. We're back with our Inside the Game series. Morning News Now anchor Joe Fryer was there at the Bills Highmark Stadium, and he's returned with a story about some very special members of the Bills Mafia. Mm-hmm. Joe, good morning. Good morning. When most of us go to a game, we may not pay much attention to the person who scans our ticket. But after this story, you just might. We want to introduce you to three Buffalo Bills ticket takers who've been doing the job for about half a century. If Buffalo's rowdy, passionate fans are known as the Bills Mafia, then you could say these are the beloved beaming Bouncers. Enjoy. Last night, these loyal ticket takers were on the job again. Everybody's in. Thank Thank you. you Same job that Lori Pollack and Jackie Kayser have done for 49 years. Got three. And Kathy Goodwin for 51. Why have you been doing this for so long? Love the bills. It's fun. Enjoy. I really enjoy the fans. You meet a lot of interesting people. You really do. And uh, the people you work with become your friends, too. What is it about football? 
Football is my heart. <laughs> Why is that? Either? It's a family thing. It's generational. Many generations in my family. When they were hired in the 70s, only men were ticket takers. The women were called usherettes, wearing these outfits. And we thought we were pretty special in our little <laughs> uniform. We did. Yeah. We did. And yes, they still own those fashionable bowler hats. We were supposed to wear them like this down on our eyebrows, but we all hated it. Of course, their outfits today are quite different, especially in a city known for its extreme weather. A year ago, January, the Patriots game, it was a playoff game. The wind chill was below zero. It was a night game. I had five layers on. <laughs> I did. Unlike some members of the Bills Mafia, they don't jump through tables or take ketchup showers. Their pregame rituals are quite tame. I love to get in a little early, go sit out in the stadium, just take everything in. A couple hours before kickoff, that's when they see the most action. Everybody's good, thank you. For so many fans, you're kind of like the first face they see when they come in we the are. stadium. Yeah. What, yeah. what does that mean to you? Well, to me, it means that I'm representing the Bills. So to me, it means I want the first experience that they have to be a positive one. Even if those fans cheer for the other team. You tell them, have a good time, but you know you're not going to win today. <laughs> so uh, sometimes I'll tell them, oh, it's a good thing you got here because at noon we stopped letting Dolphins fans in. The Bills know just how much these familiar faces mean to the fans. Everything. I mean... Buffalo is known as the city of good neighbors, and the fact that we have every single one of our team members embody that is says it all for itself right there. You know, when I started, I thought I'll, I'll stay till they win a Super Bowl, and here I am, <laughs> 51 years later. That begs the question, how long do you plan to do this for? As long as I can. Yeah, exactly. If I can, you know, do it, I'll do it. <laughs> They're planning on a new stadium across the street they're building, and we got to see that. We do. We really want to see that. It's going to be interesting. I kind of feel like they're going to carry me out of here someday. <laughs> Nothing but gratitude for everything this job has given the ticket takers. Three, two, one. Go Bills! In addition to taking tickets a few years ago, Lori started giving tours on non-game days, something she truly loves. And the Bills are building that new stadium slated to open in 2026. As for the current one, not only has Kathy been working on the game day team since it opened day one 51 years ago, she actually worked for the Public Works Department back then, which was involved in building it. Back to you guys. That's well, sweet. Some time served there. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. Thank you Coming up next, guys, we've got a sneak peek at the most popular toys for the upcoming holiday Ooh. season. Do this. Buy them now and you won't have that rush. Mm -hmm. But first, this is today on NBC. Welcome back to our plaza this morning on Shop This List. We are focusing on the holiday season, yes, already. And if you are looking to just start checking off items on your list, we're going to highlight some of the year's hottest toys for kids of all ages. Lifestyle expert Jen Fallick is here. Do not forget, you can always scan our QR code and find everything that you want uh, and just add it straight to your cart. Hi, Jen. Good morning. Hello. Good morning. I can't believe we're here, but we're here, so let's do it. Let's do it. Okay, so first up, this is such a fun toy. This is Melissa and Doug. It's a vending machine. This actually made Target's bullseye top toy list. Oh, cute. What is fun about this is it's like low tech, but really interactive. And there's a cause and effect element to it. Can I do it? Built. Yeah, you can do it. Pick what you want to do. I think. Jelly beans. And there, oh, oh my gosh, that's right so cute. And you can customize it. So you can make it, you know, you can put like your name on there, make it a fun little thing. That is so cute. And could you a, put real snacks in there? 
You know what I get? Actually, why not? You probably yeah. could. And as a parent, something I love, you can store all the pieces right inside it. Okay. So you don't lose anything, which oh, I think that's is really, huge. And how much for that? Let's see. What is this one? Oh, that's, that's a seventy nine ninety nine. Seventy nine ninety nine. Oh, sorry. Okay. And next we have what? So this is like a TikTok trending famous toy. It is super cool, right? So this is these little live pets. You build this little dog house and the dog magically appears. So there's multiple layers to this because you get the experience of building it. You put a little bit of water right in here. The footprints appear. There's a little dog bone. You put the name of the dog, whatever you want to name it on there, hammer it in, open it up. And next thing you know, there's a dog inside. Wow. So it's a way to get a puppy and you can use it over and over and over. So the kids get that experience. There's a Dalmatian, which is exclusive to Target. And then you've got this other cute little like golden retriever puppy over there. That is adorable. It's sort of a fun, unique thing. And I still, it took me a long time to figure out how it works. I mean, it's impressive. Yeah, I know. I'm not sure I quite get it, but okay. It seems neat. Okay, beading, jewels, kids love this stuff. Friendship bracelets are having a moment right now. And what I love about this pop style bracelet maker is that it's frustration free, really. Like it's easy for kids of all ages to do. I think it's for kids seven and up, maybe or eight and up. But you just take the little rubber band here. You pick your beads. There's tons of different bead options. You put them around, style it the way you want it. You pop the top. And it fastens them all in. So there you go. You've got a brand new bracelet. Oh, wow. And it's sustainable. You can reuse this. You can take the beads off, remake it as many times as you want. So it just gets right on. That's good because, you know, you're, you're like trying, you're to, trying get the, to get the, the especially for little hands, yeah, it can this be makes difficult. it a lot easier. Okay. This is an interactive STEM kit. So it like focus on the sciences. This, yeah, this is fun. This is a toy, I like to say, that has many layers to it. No pun intended. <laughs> you start off with actually opening up. You've got to, like, chisel away at this block, and inside, they are going to discover all these gemstones. Oh. So there's that fun element of discovery, and then, with the gemstones, they, you can perform streak tests on them to see how strong they are, to see, oh. you know, how hard each different stone is. Well, you know so kids like get, to pound, hand, like, totally, hammer things. Totally, they can things. get out the aggression. This is a yes. good gift if you're going to a party. Bring this for the kids. It keeps them busy. Then the adults can mingle. Kind of a fun activity for them. Kids, you know, kids who love science, kids who love sparkly things. Okay, and there's a couple different versions. Very cute. All right, we have. Is are are you Lewis? Yeah, hi, buddy. How, can you show yeah. us how this works? So, Lewis is on this crazy cart shuffle. I love this because there's no batteries, there's no charging, nothing. It is this sort of like little scooter hybrid bike situation on wheels. You can steer it with your feet. That's fun. And what is also amazing about this, as opposed to other ride-on toys, it can adjust with your size. So, even if you get it for them now, they can still use it next year. So that you can make it longer, as long as you need. What is and the age range for this? So, I believe this starts at age four and up. Wow. And you shuffle along with your feet, so they can make it kind of as fast as they want and they get to steer. Is so it fun, Lewis? Thumbs up? He's like, thumbs he's up, he says. How old are you? C7. Okay, cool. Yeah, well, that this was is a really win. fun. I love that. I All right, Jen, them. by the way, if you want to purchase any of these items, you can scan the QR code you see or go to today.com slash shop this list. We should mention today does earn a commission on purchases made from this segment, which solely features products available at Target today. We are back with music icon Gloria Estefan live in Studio 1A, but he's still going.